In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. I did not quite realize that the storm today would be even worse than the one we suffered in April. We had a similarly low attendance. Today the attendance is even lower. And again, you, I pray that God may reward you for your courage in coming here today. Although there was no singing at today's Mass, I fear that today more than any other day I will find myself preaching to the choir. For I, I meant to speak to you today especially about the importance of taking part in the practice of the 40 hours devotion to speak to you a bit about its history and to remind you how important it is for every family of the oratory to be represented at this devotion. I will then not take up too much of your time this morning on this subject as I have no doubt that all of you who had the courage to come to here today will certainly be found here in a few days during the 40 hours. The 40 hours devotion is something we have all grown to love here at St. Mary's. I discovered it in its fullness here with you. It was several years ago now, way back in 2012, that we inaugurated the practice of the 40 hours devotion here at St. Mary's, although I have no doubt that it must have taken place in times past. That is to say, then, we restored it to St. Mary's. And that very first year that we had it, I was fearful of having night adoration. I supposed that we would never find enough people for night adoration. However, when we first announced the 40 hours, so many of you came to me expressing your disappointment that we did not have night adoration, that I took the risk and changed the schedule that year so that we would have adoration all through the night. And indeed, we had no trouble filling all the night hours. Nor do we have any trouble with that this year. It is then an exhortation to you today not so much to write your name on the sign-up sheet in Schultz Hall. That doesn't matter at all simply make a note to yourself that you will certainly come at least once during the 40 hours, day or night, to make your holy hour. The structure for the 40 hours devotion is now fixed by the rubrics of the church. It begins with what's called the Mass of Exposition, when we celebrate the Mass of Corpus Christi, that is the votive Mass of the Blessed Sacrament. It is not quite as festive as it will be on the Feast of Corpus Christi, as we are already in a penitential time, and all of the Alleluias are suppressed. At the conclusion of this Mass in honor of the Blessed Sacrament, we have a Eucharistic procession, again, very similar to that which we will have on the Feast of Corpus Christi. But this procession then concludes with the chanting of the Litany of the Saints, a very ancient penitential practice. A litany, which we will not hear again, 
until the Easter Vigil. At the conclusion of the Litany of the Saints, the priest and all the ministers simply rise from their place and depart to the sacristy in silence. After that point, the Blessed Sacrament remains exposed on the high altar for the next 40 hours. During that time, there is another Mass that takes place here at St. Mary's. In keeping up with the practice we now have for First Fridays, there will even be two Masses on that day, one in the morning, but then the official Mass of the 40 hours will take place on Friday evening. And although it is not an absolute requirement, for many centuries now, the Mass prescribed for this interim day, thus it is called the interim Mass, is the votive Mass for peace. This then recalls to us something of the origin of this practice. The very first time we hear about this devotion of the 40 hours is in the early 16th century. It began in the Italian city of Milan. The idea came to have one church have the Blessed Sacrament exposed for adoration for a full 40 hours, and that as soon as that church would conclude their 40 hours, another church in the city would begin theirs. And so they would go round and round the city and all the parishes in order to keep up this perpetual adoration for an entire year. And the immediate reason for this was to pray for the deliverance of the Christian world from the menace of the Turks. That is why especially this mass, votive mass of peace, was prescribed. For the concluding mass, or what is known as the mass of deposition, which for us will be on Saturday afternoon at four, we have once again the votive mass of the Blessed Sacrament. And then the concluding procession mirrors what was done on Thursday. We begin with the Litany of the Saints and then proceed to our Eucharistic procession and conclude with benediction. This then is the structure of the 40 hours which we have had for many centuries now. And it was, by origin, the only time when it was permitted to celebrate Mass before the Blessed Sacrament exposed, as you will see done during these days. For the Mass on Friday, Mass will be celebrated on the side altar. However, for the concluding Mass, it must be celebrated on the high altar, even though the Blessed Sacrament is exposed right above where the priest is celebrating Mass. It was not long before the idea came, and this was how the devotion spread throughout the Christian world, of making the 40 hours in reparation. 
This was due to many illustrious figures in the 16th century. We may mention, for one, St. Ignatius of Loyola, who encouraged this practice in reparation for the sins of Catholics. As the Christian world was splitting in half, with so many souls leaving the true faith at this time of the Protestant revolt, many saintly men saw the importance of making reparation for the scandalous lives of Catholics which were driving people away from the true faith. This centered especially on the practice known as Carnavale, the three days leading up to Ash Wednesday. It was not only what we call Fat Tuesday, but in fact that entire time, about 40 hours, when Christians throughout Europe would engage in raucous celebrations before having to submit to the universal law of fast. It was then for this reason that the 40 hours became most widespread. We have often here at St. Mary's observed the 40 hours exactly during that time. This year we are celebrating a few days earlier. And indeed, although that is a very worthy reason for keeping the 40 hours, we must note that today the issue of people celebrating right before Ash Wednesday is not a very pressing one. Sadly, this is no longer the practice because the vast majority of people are quite unaware of any need of submitting to the law of penance starting on Ash Wednesday. And therefore, they engage in scandalous celebrations, not just during those three days, but any time, and including during Lent. Today we make reparation not so much for celebrations that occur during those 40 hours, but rather for the almost total neglect of the 40 days of penance. And this is why I exhort all of you especially, if you want this year to be truly a Lent well spent, to commit right now and leave here today with the firm resolution to make at least one holy hour during this devotion of the 40 hours. No one is exempt from this invitation. Indeed, I can say quite firmly that it is not I who am inviting you to the 40 hours. I am merely passing on an invitation from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, present in the tabernacle. We must pause for a moment today and consider this devotion of the 40 hours in light of the parable our Lord tells us today. This is the great field, and it is during these 40 hours that he casts forth his seed. We do not know how often that seed will fall on good and fertile soil, but by committing to keep the 40 hours well, by committing to be and here and watch at least one hour with our sweet Savior, we may well trust that the showers of his graces, which he has reserved for us during this holy devotion, will indeed fall on good ground. In the name of the Father, and of the
the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.